0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we've got a crazy story of an entitled parent who thinks their kids should provide free babysitting for life. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, neighbors think my life now revolves around them. So on today's episode of What the Freak from the Neighbors, I need to have them approve when I do things that make any sort of noise. My neighbor just rang my doorbell to tell me his wife said to stop hammering. I was dumbfounded. I just kind of stared and said, excuse me? And he informed me that we would be unable to make any sort of noise for the next few months because of their baby. To which I laughed in his face and closed the door. And now his wife is screaming at my door, and he's messaging me to please just do what his wife says. So some background, my spouse bought this house in 2011. Both houses are single-family detached homes. Both lots are 1.5 lots, so there's 33 feet roughly between our houses, compared to the 6 feet for the rest of the street. The neighbor's husband was already in his house, I moved in 8 years ago. Shortly after, saw the neighbor for the first time, and it was someone I've known since I was 4. Went to school all the way through high school together. We're 40. Three years ago, he met someone. She had, at the time, a two-year-old girl. She would stay at his house, and I would constantly find the kids wandering the streets. They would just send her outside with no supervision, no toys, no fenced yard, and expect her to entertain herself. The child was and still is nothing but a brat. Two years ago, she moved in with her daughter. I run a daycare, so my yard is full of fun toys but we also have three other fenced off areas. One for our pool in the summer, one for our dogs, and one for our hot tub. All three have separate fences and self-closing gates, plus my external fence is six feet. During 2020, when COVID hit, the kids were doing virtual schooling from home. She never actually did it. She would be ringing my doorbell in the middle of the day, asking me to open my yard for her. I would explain she can't be here when I have daycare kids and my daughter will come out to play after supper. She went to their backyard, dragged patio furniture to my fence, and climbed in. Who knows how long she was actually in there, but she decides that she was done and then couldn't get out. The latch for my main gate is at the very top, so the babies can't open it when my back is turned. She started screaming. I ran out in a panic. Took her home, explained what happened to mom, and mom gave me crap for not just allowing her to play. I face a $100,000 fine if she's caught on my property during daycare hours. I explained this, she still snapped and called me a witch. I left it at that. Happened a handful more times, I started sending them daycare invoices. Still kept happening. I finally told them I would have to call the police next time, which I did. Except this time, mom and grandpa were both sitting outside on the stairs and watched her do it. Also never bothered to come help her open the gate when she started screaming. Police gave them crap and told them to stop or mom would be charged with child endangering. I now have proximity sensors at the top of my fence and get a notification if anything goes over my fence. It's gotten better as she's gotten older, so last summer we set up our above ground pool. Just ordered a new pump and system with a heater. Pool was half filled. I'd also just done up all my planters. I casually glance at my security cameras and see her by the pool. I head out. Main gate was open as the neighborhood kids were running from yard to yard playing. She took it upon herself to go to the pool and take buckets of soil from my planters and dump it into the pool. $400 damage to my brand new $1000 pump and heater system that was up less than 4 hours. I snapped and screamed at her to get out of my yard and not come back. She is not allowed in my yard at all unless me or my spouse is there. Now to current time, they had a new baby last week, and me hammering in my basement is disturbing them and their house 33 feet away, and they expect me to wait until the fall to finish my project. So I'm currently sitting on my bench outside, enjoying a glass of water with my outdoor speakers playing metal while I mow the lawn which is much more louder than the little bit of hammering. I'll finish that tonight after dark. I just think OP should not kid around because God forbid if somebody gets hurt on their property, I don't wanna see OP held liable and stuck in red tape. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting your fill of these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is airport shenanigans with an entitled mother. Well, good day all, first post from me, Told the story to a mate of mine last night, and he told me to come here and post the story. Hoping that y'all get some enjoyment. Yesterday, I had to attend some work on last minute notice. Work usually covers business class and these transcon routes from Melbourne to Perth, which allows me to get a few reports finished from the day before. Check reports coming in, emails, excels, and other things done. QF on the day had no seats in all classes in the morning. I had to settle with the VA, to which I'm fine with. I think they're the one good airline in Australia. The only seats at the time of booking were a few middle seats at the back of the aircraft. Got 26E for this four-hour flight in a 737. Could be worse. Arrived at the airport a bit later than what I'd usually arrive at, Late 7am, Flight at 9.15, I'll try to arrive 2.5-3 to three hours prior to departure to get some work in the QF lounge, if I'm flying QF. Did the whole hoo-ha, going through check-in, security, quick coffee, and off to the gate for boarding. Nothing spontaneous here, reading the New York City Times and the Washington Post to get my Murica news before I head off west. One of the last passengers to board, made my way down the jet bridge, waited at the door, and got into the aircraft and walked down all the way to the back, where I met my seat buddies for the trip. woman in her late 30s slash early 40s in that bogan haircut style with her little crap in the window seat chucked my suitcase and briefcase in the overhead lockers before asking her to move. For context and clarification, she booked the aisle and the window, probably expecting that the middle seat would be available. Flight was full, and I was stuck in the middle. No response. Asked her again. No response. Asked her one more time. A response. I've booked the middle seat. Have you checked your boarding pass? In the most witchiest voice I have heard in the last decade. I proceeded to show her my boarding pass and pointed above to the seat number sticker. She says, well, I booked this seat. Find another seat. Now, the flight is at this point fully booked and I have no other options but to sit here. The little crap is grinning to the moon and my anger meter is ticking up bit by bit. Woke at 4.45am and I am not in the mood to have a fight at 9am in the morning. I told her that the flight was full and she gave me another response. I don't have the time to speak to you, go find a seat mate. Do you need me to explain how this industry works? At this point my eyes are wide open and my anger meter is starting to click up. I'm the last one standing and the cabin crew are walking down the aisle, looking to see what's taking so darn long. Here's the dialogue. The cabin crew to me say, sir, any issues here? I say to the cabin crew, nothing, just trying to let her know that I'm trying to get into my seat. The entitled mother to the cabin crew says, I've booked this seat. He's sitting in the wrong seat. The cabin crew say, Ma'am, I'm going to ask you to let this gentleman to sit in his seat. Please get up into the aisle so he can come in. She said, No, he's probably printed a fake ticket. The cabin crew say, That's not possible. He could not have gotten through boarding the aircraft without a valid ticket. The entitled mother to me says, Stop lying and get off this plane. The cabin crew say, Ma'am, I'm going to ask you again. Get out of your seat and let this gentleman into his seat no response from Entitled Mother. I say to the cabin crew, we're going to be all morning. The cabin crew say, I'm going to ask you one last final time, get out of your seat and let this gentleman into his seat. The Entitled Mother at this point gives up and I get into my seat, 10 minutes of bickering and we're pushing back out of Melbourne T3 out to Perth. AirPods go in, listen to some orchestra recordings by the MSO and I'm checking the latest ASX reports coming in. We get going off to Perth, and I'm waiting for my drink while I sit back and answer a few morning emails from work colleagues. Little crap's been quiet watching some kids' TV show, and entitled mother's been watching a movie being grumpy as all heck. Breakfast service begins. At this time, I'm just wanting another coffee along with quiche, I think. It was a pretty average economy class food. Little crap starts to wind up. He eats his food in .0000001 microseconds, and I haven't even touched my quiche yet, let alone my precious coffee. Now, if a kid is polite and asks me for food, I won't hesitate and give them my food. I don't need it, working on a diet anyway after COVID lockdowns. This little crap near punches me on my arm and demands in that Karen-esque voice, give me your food now. Now I'm getting pissed. Again, I'm not getting tossed around by a kid. I firmly tell him, no, and take the quiche and eat it in one bite and grin. Then, the nuclear bomb was set off across Australia. Murderer times five. The crying started. At this point, I'd rather be next to a baby on a 14-hour flight compared to the two minutes of absolute crying from this crap next to me. His mother, automated reaction mode, decided that the best course of action is to slap my face. She did it in almost slow-mo, didn't hurt a bit. After the boarding incident, the cabin crew had been watching us very closely for the past hour, and when the bomb went off, they were on their way. People next to us were side-eyeing us for the past hour and burst out laughing when the kid went off. When people registered after when the kid said murderer, they also burst out laughing, almost like a late show reaction. At this point, I'm done. I get up, step over her, and take a few steps back to the back of the aisle. Entitled mother is screaming words that I can't even recognize. The little crap's calming down, but Jesus, he's still going off to the moon. Then the cabin crew came in, almost laughing but remained a military pissed off face. The first cabin crew told both of them to shut the freak up. Not literally, but you get the gist. The second came with snacks for little crap and the third, from behind, told me to get my bags and follow him once the screaming ended. Turned out there was a no-show at boarding in seat 2D. Was pretty happy. Now, for the cabin crew who might ever be so slightly reading this, cheers for settling these two bogans down. When they calmed down, I passed through the aisle and said right next to her, 2D, just up there behind the curtains, am I right? The cabin crew to me says, yep, that's you. Entitled mother looked in shock, frustration, anger, and hate almost like Palpatine. And she wanted to complain, but I think she got the picture to shut up. And that's the end of the event. Landed in Perth and got a taxi to my hotel. What a flight. Landed two hours ago in Melbourne. Apologies for any bad grammar, four hours of sleep last night at the hotel. And thankfully, didn't see her. It's probably more trouble than it's worth, but charges definitely should have been pursued against her. Our next story is, am I overreacting? So backstory, I had my son at 17 with a boy who was not ready to be a father, fine. I lived with my son's father's grandparents, my son's great-grandparents for a time because my parents were divorcing and they had space for us. It was all well and good until my son was about one and I met my now fiance. We started to do things as a family and the great-grandparents started to get mad that the baby wasn't with them as much. They about lost it when I moved out on my own. My son was four, hadn't heard from his dad in over three years, and I got served papers from his father asking for full custody of my son. The paperwork was all filled out in the great grandmother's handwriting, eye roll. They even went as far as to write a letter to the judge detailing every time they agreed to watch my son, and twisted it to seem as though I was a flighty, irresponsible mother, furthest thing from the truth. Show up for court, and in the end, they got every other weekend and a day during the week and a week in the summer. I say they because the father would quite literally just drop my son off with the great-grandparents and leave. He's an alcoholic and would often not show up because of that reason, even lost his license and was still driving my son around. Ugh. They would try to manipulate my son, who was 4 or 5 years old at the time, into thinking I was the bad guy because they would wait until the last second before pickup and get him involved in an art project or bring out a big shiny new toy and I would have to tell my son we can't stay and play or take it with us because we had a small apartment. He would cry and they would comfort him. This went on for some years until the pandemic hit. My son was then nine or 10 years old and my son's father up and freaked off again. The great-grandmother herself suggested my son not be around his father at that time because his father was slash is not taking precautions to be safe. He hasn't even texted me about my son since May 2020. However, the great-grandparents have wanted to see my son, who is now 13, and I was allowing it for a time. But these people just show over and over their complete lack of respect for me as a parent. We would establish a time for the visit, and I would ask my son to come home at a certain time. They would wait until the last possible moment and call me to say they started a movie and would be late, or ask if he could spend the night. And if I said no, they would be like, your mom said you can't stay for more fun. She would text him and make these plans, and then not ask me until the last minute. And when we had plans, it would be the same deal. I asked them to ask me first, not my son, with the plans. Then they talked about a birthday party for a cousin in front of my son, so that it was my son asking me about it. Then again, they wait till the last minute to make the plans. I tell them we, as a family with a child too young to be vaccinated, my daughter, are avoiding large crowds. They take my son to the mall at peak Christmas time. a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe may be your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states learn more at uh1.com i tell them my son has a fever he can't attend a basketball game they call him and tell him to have his vaccine card ready because they're going to try and convince me to let him go anyway Then they tell him all the fun things he's going to do there. Of course, I didn't let him go, he was sick. This woman shows up at my house without telling me and my sister was home with my daughter. Scared the crap out of her and when I told her not to just show up at my house, she said, Well, I didn't see any cars in the driveway, so I thought it was fine. They get on my case all the time saying they don't know what the problem is, but they are my problem and the lack of respect they have for me. The last time they picked up my son, they told me they were going to take him to a place near me, but then I find out they took him about 45 minutes to an hour away, and didn't think that that was something they should have clued me in on. I really don't want to send my son with them anymore. It's not like he's asking me to go there or see them. Am I overreacting? That court decision is awful. These people don't understand boundaries at all, but OP can't really do much about it. It might be best just to try to go back to court. This next story is, Entitled Mother Tries to Let Her Crotch Goblins Take My Buttons. This one happened on Saturday and I'm still pissed. But first, for people who don't know my stories where I've mentioned my bag, some backstory. I collect buttons and enamel pins for my backpack. Mostly the classic Spencer pins like, well, freak and stuff like that, but also special pins like Boba Boba Fett, which is a Boba glass with Fett's helmet on top. Oh, the classic puns. Anyways, my bag's covered with them and I cherish them all. Though I don't mind giving them away if you're a nice person. Same goes for kids as I have a lot of Star Wars and Avengers buttons and such. If it's okay with the parents, I don't mind handing out buttons to anyone. That being said though, although I'm a big guy, touch my crab without asking and you'll see a different side of me. So I'm in a Walmart, as all bat poop stories go, two towns over, as it's just one bus. One long frustrating, how the freak do you not know how to ride a bus, bus ride. Anyways, I'm limping along today as I screwed up my back doing something stupid. I have my headphones on blasting Doja Cat's Planet Her to drown out the crab storm in Walmart. There's like four entitled families with their dozens of crotch goblins between the ages of, I'd like to say four to eight. You know that age. These kids are running amok and giving the Walmart employees heckfire. Anyways, I'm moving at a speed slower than slow to get Lego things to maybe salvage my crappy day. That's when, through hardcore beats, I hear, I want that button, freak. Cue Entitled Mom, Crotch Goblin, and me. The Entitled Mother says, what button? I walk faster and shake my bag like a freak off please. I also remove my headphones to find the next CD for my portable player so I heard what was next. The crotch goblin says the frog one. I have two frog buttons, one that says he him and another one that is a frog slash toad and a cape holding a staff like a magical adorable frog. I got it from Hot Topic and it was the last one. I survived going into a crowded mall and entitled parents in Hot Topic for that button. It's stupid, but it's my all-time favorite one. As I slowed down, about to turn around and talk this out, when the entitled mother chimed in. She says, well, go for it, why not? He has a lot anyways. The crotch goblin grabs my bag. I whip around like an angry bantha and look the kid in the eye. I said, touch my bag again and I will dropkick you. Would I ever hurt a kid? No. I was so angry, he was around 7 from the looks of it, far old enough to know that you can't just take other people's property, pulling on my bag almost damaged the button, if the straight pin part is bent or messed up too much, or if the picture part of the button pops off, it's basically trash, and also pulled on my back which felt like two bones grinding together when I walked, entitled mother scoffs and demon sounds, the kid says I want it, I saw it, it's mine. This kid really thought he was Ariana, and this was Seven Rings. The Entitled Mother says, You mother! At this point, I slid John Party California Sunrise into my player. If you know the album, you know, but for those who don't know the first song, Out of Style is loud in any setting. Apparently screaming mother in the middle of the store can get you removed. I ran into her and her brats in the nearby Home Depot, as they got kicked out again for her brats messing up some tools or something i don't know i go in there for the smell of the wood and then also canadian tire the greatest store ever because two of her crotch goblins stole the scooters for the disabled slash the elderly to run them into each other like bumper cars and those scooters are expensive after leaving the walmart my player died so i was gifted a show entitled mother in all instances tried to use they're just kids and then Boys will be boys and she finally drops into poor french to make it so she doesn't understand. We have to take it here in elementary school and high school. It helps to be bilingual which I'm not but I know poor french when I hear it because I speak piss poor french. Either way they were kicked out and it's like if you only watched your kids or they knew manners maybe crap would have gone differently. But this is not entitled parents so yeah. oops. I definitely wouldn't advocate hurting a kid, but if you are in a self-defense position, I'm not saying pulling on your bag, I mean self-defense is self-defense. Our next story is, my Eastern European mother believes that I owe her endless free child care and insults me when I refuse. My mother believes that I always owe her help. She's a single mother of two children, me, 23-year-old female, and my brother, 7-year-old male. We have a 16-year age gap, and thus our relationship is less that of a sibling and more that of a parent-child or an aunt-nephew. My brother's father isn't involved in his life due to him being a horrid person, irresponsible, and also choosing to go on holiday abroad with his new girlfriend when he knew that he had to attend court about custody. The judge got very annoyed as that wasn't the first time and due to a lot of other things that aren't relevant here, decided it's best for him to not even have supervised visitation. She also raised me as a single mother as well. I however had contact with my dad, though that stopped and I honestly can't care. He's very rude, arrogant, like to look down on others and is unreasonable. All of this puts her in a situation where she's the one that has all the responsibility of being a parent. At the same time, another bit of context that I believe you should all know is that we're immigrants from an Eastern European country, which are more traditional and expect children to be much more independent at younger ages. There's a lot I can say about my mother, but in order to stay on the topic of this subreddit, I will obviously limit myself. My mother believes that I should provide her with free childcare whenever I'm not having lectures or classes. On top of that, she expects me to travel to her town on my dime every time. And if I tell her that I'm willing to come over to help her out on the condition that she picks me up and drives me home, she will demand fuel money and act annoyed. This week, I was over at her house babysitting my sibling while she was at work. I took care of him for two days, fed him, entertained him, and so on. She told me that she needs, actually wants, me to babysit him for two more days. I told her no. She has a babysitter who's available, and I have my own life, exams, deadlines, uni work, and a part-time job. Instead of accepting my answer or being grateful that I provided her with two free days of babysitting, she decided to start screaming at me, calling me lazy and disrespectful while also insulting me. She gets like this even if I babysit however long she wants me to. She will be annoyed over every single minor and insignificant thing, like the kids having his toys out in the living room in his play area, or the house not being perfectly clean. Normal kid stuff. She acts like because she's a mother, she has everything so much harder than everyone else, especially me, and that I must help her, that my life is easy and that I should revolve my time around her. When I was 16, she wanted me to get a job and financially support her and my brother, We're in the UK, where at 16 you get paid next to nothing, and if you stop your education at that age, you'll not be able to get most jobs. She even got my aunt involved in an attempt to guilt me into it. Whenever she needs something done, she calls me up and expects me to get it done for her on her schedule. Whenever I say I'll do something on X, Y, or Z days, she'll make comments about how if I want anything, it must get done right that instant. But she, on the other hand, must wait. To be clear, I don't ask her for things. When I require something of her, it's because that's a part of me doing her a favor. For example me asking her details related to an application she needs to be filled out. If I don't give her what she wants, she'll also act like I owe her because she's improving the house she's renting. And that somehow benefits me? She completely ignores the fact that I'm an adult and deserve to be able to make my own path in life. I don't owe her just because she's my mother or a mother. My life shouldn't be centered around her. Another part of her entitlement is that she believes that I must always agree with her and back her up, even when she's incorrect. She's my mother but I will not abandon reason to side with her. Last time when I babysat for her, I ended up leaving the house and walking to the train station because I really can't stand her. She was initially meant to at least drive me home. Today, about two hours ago, she called me up and asked me to babysit for her tomorrow. She thinks that I have work tomorrow, the day after and the day after that. I don't. I told a lie and I don't regret it. When I visited her and my brother this year for my birthday, she made me feel absolutely worthless. I would rather spend Christmas by myself than with her. Plus, I have a lot of uni work to do and deadlines, so I'm busy either way. If she treated me nicely or was at least decent towards me, I would be willing to visit. I told her that I could call off work for one day, if absolutely necessary, but only if she picked me up today and drove me back home tomorrow. She got absolutely pissed and demanded that I drive to her and babysit. I told her that I'd only do so if she picked me up. She argued that she had a long day at work and that she hadn't eaten yet. I told her that she doesn't have to come instantly. She can eat and relax and so on. She finally relented after seeing that I won't do exactly as she wishes. Then a few minutes later, she called me up and told me that the babysitter will take care of him. I honestly doubt that it was even as big of an emergency as she made it out to be. For context, the kid's in school. She only has to pay a babysitter when the kids have time off. Financially speaking, she can pay, she just bought a new TV, and wants to get her kitchen remodeled soon. And last summer, I babysat for her from the start till the end. That time was at least semi-fair because I was getting to live at her house. For half the time, I still had my own place, so it was mostly a favor to her. I paid for my own food and everything else, etc. Though how nasty she was, her threatening to kick me out, when in reality she's the one that needs me and demanding money from me, not what we agreed to, means that this summer she'll be getting a plain and clear no. I know that she'll throw a fit when that happens, but I'll remind her of last summer and the things she said to me. If she wasn't so nasty towards me, I would make an effort to help her out, but the entitlement and demands, as well as the disregard for my personhood and the fact that I need to be working towards my own future are not something I'm willing to tolerate. I have a job now. I have a place I have chosen to rent my place way through the summer. I don't plan to move back in with her for the summer to help her out. I refuse. The only reason I keep in contact with her is that I have a sibling and my cat lives with her. I pay though and the cat will be living with me ASAP. I will keep some limited contact with her and do her some favors to maintain a connection, though this is simply for the sake of my sibling. She tried to kick me out and threatened to do so ever since I was 16. I'm pretty sure she would do so with my brother in 11 years. All contact and any favors between her and me will be on my terms, and she'll realize this over time. I'm not looking for advice, simply sharing my experience. There is, of course, more to our relationship, but none of the rest is good either. For context, I don't care about tradition, I'm a child-free, agnostic, atheist lesbian, and my plan to keep contact with my mother, for the sake of my brother, is the one sacrifice I'm willing to make. I neither love nor care about her, and I've known this for a long time, nor am I passive. My focus right now in life is completing university, getting a degree, a well-paid job, and having a comfortable life with my cat. I want a 3 bedroom house and love to devote time to my hobbies. I love alternative fashion and hold very untraditional views. To me, my life is about me and me being happy. My mother will eventually learn that she doesn't get her way when she wants to, as she wants to. Anything she receives from me is on my will, not her demand. I don't call her, I don't speak to her more than necessary. Our relationship has never been close and at this point, there's no chance that'll change. I know her very well, and if one day I became a fool, spending a few hours with her will be enough to remind me why I don't want her in my life. I honestly know people like this where, anytime you're around them, it's almost always because they just want something from you, it's tiring, exhausting, and you just don't want to put up with it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more